Hello and welcome to the Creative Calm Podcast. I am your host, Denise Christensen Ray. I'm a creative wellness coach who has a passion for adding zest and whimsy to everyday life. As a mom of four, teacher and business owner, life can get a bit crazy and overwhelming, but I have discovered that through the magic of rest, creativity, and play, I have the power to find common success in all areas of my life and business. My mission with this podcast is to show you that this is possible for you as well. I can't wait to help you embrace your playful spirit, find pockets of rest in your days, and dive into the joy of creativity so that you can move past overwhelm and thrive in your life and business. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the next episode. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about something that has been on my mind a lot because it has to do with my mind. It's about open loops. Do you guys know what that is? Do you know what open loops are? Okay, so I first heard about open loops when I was learning all about David Allen, who is the author of a book called Getting Things Done. And I got really deep into his work, like, probably 10, 15 years ago. I just was, like, really wanting to organize myself even more. I love organization. I am a planner addict. I love paper planners. I love learning about different systems on the um, computer. But anyway, that's not here and there. What we're talking about today is open loops because I learned, like I said, I learned about them from David Allen. And it's something that happens to me regularly that I really need to keep an eye on. So what I'm talking about is things that happen in your brain that there are commitments that you have made to yourself or you have made to somebody else that you started, but you haven't finished. You haven't fulfilled the commitment yet. So it's just, it's like a project that you began and you were getting going on it. And then you got distracted, you did something else and you opened up another loop. And all of a sudden you have all these projects or all these commitments that are swirling around you and they're not done yet. So you feel like there's just so much going on in your brain. It's almost like when you have too many tabs open in your browsers on your computer and you can't, like the computer starts going slower and starts to like almost crash. Like, I mean, I've had a time where like my, actually just happened last week where I was on uh, Safari, I think, or I don't know, one of the, one of the browsers on my computer. And it just, or maybe it was the Google browser, Chrome, whatever. Does it matter? No. But anyway, all of a sudden it like, it started to do like the little spinny wheel because I had too much open. It couldn't handle it anymore. And it crashed and I had to turn my computer off and start fresh, close everything down. And that's, that's what happened. So it's almost like when you're an open loop basically makes your brain feel like a spinny wheel, like the, the little spinny wheel that happens on your computer. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It was definitely Chrome because it's like this like colorful little circle that goes and it just goes around and around because it's stuck and you can't do anything and your computer needed a break. It needed to slow down. So that's what happens for me with my brain is when I have too many things open and they're not finished, my brain can feel like that. Like it's slowed down. I feel like I can't get anything done. And I'm not really making progress. 
And that's not really necessarily true because I am getting like some daily things done and, and there's things happening. But because I'm having so much time thinking about the things that aren't finished yet and they're just taking up space in my brain, it can really do a number on my energy. So I did a little research to just kind of get some more on the background of like what is an open loop and where was it first discovered. Uh, And I found an article on habitgrowth.com. And they talked about how it was first discovered by a psychologist and psychiatrist named Bluma Zegernick. And the article talks about how she discovered what's now known as an open loop, but what it was called then was the Zegernick effect. And that is our tendency to want to focus on incomplete tasks. Like we remember and focus incomplete tasks over complete tasks. So our brain gets hung up on the things that are are not done in our lives. <laughs> and so if you have a lot of things on your list of, that are incomplete, so if you have a lot of open loops, aka Zegernick effect loops, <laughs> you could really just be spinning because our brain has the tendency to focus on that over the things that we did get done, which is really frustrating because we probably get, all of us probably get a ton of things done throughout our day, but we are focused on the things we didn't get done because that's just what our brain naturally tends to do. So how can we help ourselves? Like, what can we do to help ourselves with these open loops? And I'm going to just talk about some things I've found and then also some things that I practice and how I help myself through figuring out what loops are open and then finding ways to close them so that I can have more calm in my brain, more peace in my life, and just more energy. Because when you have open loops, it can wreak havoc on our energy, our confidence, and our health. Our anxiety increases, our sleep decreases, productivity plummets, And procrastination becomes a hiding place and the loops still dangle before us. So that's an exact quote from this article, habitgrowth.com. And yeah, so I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm pretty sure all us humans can. But this is just something that like happens where we feel like we are just spinning and our energy is lower and we're not able to sleep as much as we wake up thinking about the things that we need to do that aren't done yet. And we think a lot about it, but we don't actually get it done. So it's our productivity plummets. There's just a lot that happens. And I know from my personality type, I open up a lot of loops. (laughs) I have a lot of projects that come into my brain. I want to try and I get started on. And then they're open, they're started. But I don't actually finish them. But they're still there. They're still in my brain. They're still taking up space. I'm still thinking about them because of that Zegernick effect. (laughs) Because my brain is remembering and focusing on these tasks, these incomplete tasks that I still think I need to get done. Now, do they actually need to get done? Maybe not. And that's what we're going to do next. So the first thing I do when I find myself feeling like just usually for me the feeling is just like a spinning in my brain 
like an anxiety in my chest and like a cloudiness. Like I don't, I don't feel grounded. I don't feel clear in my head. So that's a sign to me that I need to take some time to step back and figure out what these open loops are for me. So the first thing I do is I just get it down on paper. I get it out of my head and I put it either on paper or I put it in a list on my computer, my phone. Usually for me, though, that's paper. And many people call this a brain dump. Now, this is a little bit different because a brain dump to me is like anything that's coming out of my brain that I'm thinking about, not just maybe an open loop. It could be things that I haven't started yet that I would like to start. That would be a part of my brain dump too. But this is a particular type of brain dump. This is a brain dump where I'm just asking myself, what are things that I've started that I've committed to for either myself or someone else that aren't done yet? And I sit and I make a list. And sometimes I can't get it all out at one time. So I'll have the list there and then I'll go do some other things and I might remember something else to put on the list. So then I'll go back to my list and I'll put that on my list. And eventually I have a pretty exhaustive list of the things that are in my brain that are open that are incomplete. That's the first thing I do is just get it out of my brain. And that alone is huge. That alone helps my mind feel clearer and calmer just writing it down. Now, there's more steps to it because it actually helps more even to find some closure to some of these loops. So the next thing I do is what I learned from David Allen all those years ago, which is called the two-minute rule. So if there's something on this list that I wrote that can get done in two minutes or less, then I got to do it. Like, I got to just get it done. Even before I put it on the list, sometimes you could just get it done before you even write it down. <laughs> That's actually what David Allen says. is like, don't even write it down. Just get it done. I often like to just not get out of my mode of when I'm getting it all out of my head. So I just will write it. But then I'll like highlight those things and just get them done. You know, for example, I had just done this uh, this past week. I was feeling a lot of open loops. I was having those feelings. I was just explaining to you, like just like my, my brain was spinning. I could tell that there was a lot that I was thinking about that just needed to come out and that I need to finish. So I made this list and there were a few things on here that I could get done really quickly. There was, I think I had to put something, pay, pay a bill or something. Yeah, I had to pay a bill and I had to put it in the mailbox outside my house. It took literally two minutes to put it in the envelope that I had because I had everything ready to go. It was in my, it was on my, my kitchen counter, uh, put it in my envelope and then put the stamp on it and run it out to the mailbox in front of my house. That was it. And it was done. That loop got closed that easily. <laughs> so that's the first thing is just like some of these loops are so small, like there's just not much to it, but it's still swimming around in your brain and then you could be done with it. So the first thing could be to do the two minute rule, the David Allen two minute rule and get those things off the list done. Then I think, what is it that I can just delete? What don't I really even want to do anymore? That's just, I started and I'm not doing it. Like maybe there's things on here that I'm not doing for a reason, maybe because I don't want to do them anymore. 
And so, yeah, that is something that is very possible. It happens to me all the time that I start a project or I start a book or something. Even that's what that's actually the example I have here. I had on my list to finish reading two different books. Uh, well, actually, I had on my list to finish reading three different books because I had that many books happening at the same time. And what I decided was I wanted to finish one and the other two I wasn't really feeling anymore. I didn't really want to read them anymore. And so as hard as that is, as I feel like, oh my gosh, I have to finish a book I started. I decided, no, I don't have to finish a book I started. I'm going to delete this off the list. I don't need it. So the third step is just deleting, taking it off the list. It's not worth finishing. It's not worth your time finishing. It's not something that you're feeling passionate about anymore or you're interested in. It doesn't need to get done for somebody else. So it could just be taken off the list. And then that frees space up in your head because that's not, no longer there. The fourth thing that I do is I sometimes will shelf it for another time. So I'll say, okay, you know what? I have all these things on this open loop list. It's impossible right now that these are all going to get done now. Definitely not today, not even this week, and not even this month. There are things that are that I had started that are just not an appropriate time to work on right now. I'm not going to get them done, but I don't want to delete them. So I shelf them. I have a thing in my organization system that is for like later, uh, like a later list. And so I shelf it. And one of the things on my this 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 most recent open loop list that I made was a painting course. I started a painting course, gosh, like maybe a year ago, and it was it's an online course that it was it's really good, and I wanted to to start and I wanted to do it, but I have other courses that I'm working on, and I can't do the painting course and all these other courses at the same time as much as I would like to. I'm still even keeping a few extra probably more than I need to on my current list. Maybe I should shelve a lot of them and just work on one, but that that's just that's something else I have to think about. But for now, for sure, for sure, I decided to shelve the painting course because that's just not something I am ready to work on right now. But I definitely want to. So it'll be coming for the future, but I don't have to think about that right now. And then my other step that I have, my fifth step, is to delegate. Some of the things on our open loop list can be given to someone else to work on. For example, have some things like house things on my list that I started and I didn't get a chance to finish that my kids could totally help me with. 100%. They're old enough to help me with that. There were just some like little mini house projects. I'm not even going to go into the details, but they got started. I didn't get a chance to finish them. And I'm like, wait a second. I have capable children that can help in these projects because they're for the house. And so that's one example of delegating. There's other examples for sure, but there's some things in there that you don't, that aren't meant for you to even to do, or you could get some help to do to finish it. You can even hire it out. Some of the things that you started, maybe you started a house project, like a home improvement project, and you're just not able to see it through. Maybe you'll hi hire someone to finish that project in your home for you. That's just an example too. And then at the end, I will be left with a list of tasks on my open loop list that I, that I wasn't able to delete. Um, I didn't get done in two minutes or less. I didn't shelve them for other time. I didn't delegate them. So there is a list of, of tasks left. And that I look at my schedule and I plan it out. When am I going to get these done? 
when is it realistic that I can work on these loops? And maybe I need to look back at these again and say, okay, maybe I still need to shelve a few more of these because I can only realistically do so many. It depends on your personality. It depends on what you can handle. We each can handle a certain amount based on all the different aspects of our lives. So that's not the process I'm in right now. I have my list. I've been going through it. I've been delegating. I've been shelving. I've been deleting. I've been getting some of them done. And now I'm just left with a handful that I need to figure out in my schedule where it's going to fit in. So I decided to talk about this today because I think as a creative person, (laughs) and especially for this podcast, which is all about having more time for creativity and rest and play, our brains can get so overwhelmed by things that we've started that aren't done. It'll help our creativity immensely if we handle these things and we deal with them in the way I just explained through making the list and then deciding what we're doing with each of the items. That helps us with creativity. It helps us give us rest for our brains and calm. It brings calm to our lives. And then we're actually able to see some of these projects to fruition, which will also give us energy and just amazing feelings of accomplishment. I am a big fan of making lists and specifically this open loops list and then figuring out how to actually get the things that you have on your heart to get done, done. Well, thank you, friend, for joining me in this conversation today, this discussion. I know it's one-sided because I'm the one talking, but I hope you're thinking about it in your head and you're deciding to maybe sit down and write yourself an open loops list and just get that pressure out of your head, see what there is actually there to do and what what you actually can get done and what you can say, you know what, I don't need to get this done. It doesn't have to be on my list anymore. That is such freedom and it could open up a whole bunch of creativity and rest and joy into your life. So good luck with that, friend, and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of the Creative Calm Podcast. I hope that you found this episode insightful and that it has inspired you to embrace the three pillars of rest, creativity, and play in your own life. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this. Another wonderful way to show your appreciation and spread the Creative Calm Revolution is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on your social media and tagging me. I want to express my gratitude for joining me on this creative journey. Your support means the world to me. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me on Instagram at Denise Christensen Ray. Until next time, remember to prioritize rest, unleash your creativity, and embrace playfulness. Have an absolutely beautiful, magical day.